I need you to listen to this for me. Like we're friends, and and I feel like this could really help you if you listen to this podcast episode. She read some Harry Potter fan fiction, and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on on those websites. Like they'll give somebody like a three piece suit and a pocket watch or something, and you're like, what do you mean? This is his new look. How could that be his new look? You know, someone turns a corner to their cat, and the cat says, "Well, ha!" Like a southern gentleman, and I love that. Hello, and welcome to People You May Know. This is a very special Halloween episode featuring an old friend of mine, Percy. I haven't talked to him in many, many years, and I've known him for many, many more years. It's really pretty cool. This is this is really the reason I wanted to start this podcast. I like the idea of talking to people who I haven't talked to in a really long time. So sometimes I'll be getting ready for bed and I'll think, oh my gosh, what about that guy Jacob that I had a crush on when I was 12? I'd love to talk to him. I'll think, oh, what about that guy I dated when I was 16 who was cheating on me with his ex-girlfriend? I think it could be fun to catch up. I have all kinds of people from my past who I really would just love to talk to now. I feel like pretty much everyone I've ever met, I would love to talk to again and, you know, see if we can get along now, even if we didn't then, or we haven't talked in a long time. So that's kind of why the podcast is called People You May Know. It's those Facebook suggestions of you know, your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend that you see and you go, what the fuck? Why would I want to be friends with this person? But you know, I kind of do. I don't know. I think it's interesting to have communication with people and like, whatever, like, even if it's awkward, like I once went to a job interview with a boss who'd fired me a couple years before And it was really intimidating to go, but it actually was kind of healing. I was really devastated about being fired from that job and going back and having that opportunity to face, face that uncomfortable, upsetting situation just through seeing her really kind of took a lot of the pain away from that event for me. So I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Anyway, I was supposed to talk about Halloween stuff, but like what? Okay. Wait a minute. I do know a Halloween story. I can tell you. Okay. Okay. Don't get your panties in a twist. All right. When I was, I think 14 years old for Halloween, I dressed as Bob the tomato from VeggieTales. So I colored a white garbage bag red using a marker and it was really hard, super time consuming, so annoying. And then I put the garbage bag on my body and filled it with red clothing 
and then I painted my face red and that was it. That was my costume. So one woman I saw that night guessed that I was a pregnant devil. You know what? Not a terrible guess, but yes, it was a terrible guess. I'm a tomato. You goddamn idiot. So that night I was out with a friend and I was actually trick-or-treating with a bunch of friends, but I was sitting with a friend who was dressed for Halloween as either me or as a girl I had a rivalry with. I had two two friends dressed up that night. Uh, I just don't remember which one was which. So I was sitting with one of the friends while we were waiting for our other friends to come back with a car because we didn't want to walk home after trick-or-treating like really far from home, which was probably like a mile. And some kids stole our candy. Like they stole all the candy and I let them, but it was like one of those situations where after you let someone, you know, do something to you that feels invasive or something, you're like, why did I do that? I mean, I don't know. It's like once I was in a Starbucks and this guy that I met asked if he could take a picture of me and I let him. And it was like the same feeling where after I'm like, why, why did I agree to that? Like what, you know, but it's just like in the moment, you don't know what the hell to do. So yeah, I let these guys take my candy and it was just, (laughs) then I started chasing them because I had that realization of like, why did I do that? So I started chasing them and they got away. I think they had bikes I told this guy, Philip, who was like hilarious about it. And he was just like laughing so hard and saying like, God, imagining just this tomato running down the street, like flailing arms, like, give me my candy. And his visual really stuck with me. I don't know. (laughs) Welcome to the show. All right. So we are going to start with a game. And since this is a very special Halloween episode, The game is a Halloween type game. So this is which is worse Halloween candy edition. Dots or bottle caps? Dots for sure. (laughs) Yeah, way worse, right? I don't know that I've ever actually followed through with eating a single dot. (laughs) Because just immediately it's like, no, no. Right? Too chewy. Why does anything need to be this chewy? What am I getting out of this? Exactly. Milk duds or pumpkin-shaped candy corn? Milk duds. Milk duds are worse. Okay. Explanation, please. Um, I don't know. That's always been like the throwaway candy when you get it. Like trick-or-treating, yeah. just toss it away. Give it away to anybody else. it's always just stuck to the cardboard inside. You have to shake it out and they all come out at once and then they get stuck in your teeth for two years. I mean, they're both terrible candy anyways. (laughs) Yeah. They're both terrible because the pumpkin shaped candy corn is so fucking big. That is such a fucking big candy corn. And even regular size candy corn is like not great, but one that big the size of a gumball like no we don't need this okay mary jane's or tootsie rolls tootsie rolls are horrible but i've never had a mary jane before i believe they are essentially tootsie rolls but they're peanut butter flavored 
That sounds gross. Sounds hella gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of like Tootsie Rolls myself, but like, yeah, Mary Jane's, I don't, I don't think I could go for. A ball of popcorn or a ghost a, peep? A yeah. Have you popcorn? ever gotten that? It's just like a, I don't, you know, when you go to like, um, a small local fair and they sell like a rectangle of just a squished together popcorn. It's like a brick <laughs> of popcorn. <laughs> well, they sell a ball of that. It's just, I don't know why you'd want it. You take a bite out of the side. I don't know. But imagine, I guess, mm -hmm. what a ball of popcorn mice tastes like versus a, a ghost peep. I, I guess the popcorn would be better. Okay. Yeah. So not into the peeps. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> yeah. They don't even really taste like marshmallow. They just taste like sugar and texture. All right. The last one. This one might be the toughest. Okay. Crackle or Mr. Goodbar? That's like the same thing. Um, yeah, they're they're it's, very similar. It's like the same as like a crunch bar, right? Crackle is the same as a crunch bar. Okay. Mr. Yeah. Goodbar is just a regular chocolate bar with peanuts in it. Mm, I guess the crackle would be worse. Okay, I agree. There we go. Nice. <laughs> Great. I couldn't really think of that much Halloween candy. Like every Halloween candy is like Snickers. It's like just candy. So it's like, how do you really compare like Snickers or Milky Way? It's like, I don't, just doesn't seem that meaningful. So I had to try to think of some really weird ones and it was yeah. hard. <laughs> okay. So now I want to talk about how we know each other. Okay, Which... we're going way back. <laughs> yeah, so we met originally like 22 years ago. In the parking lot of Tower Records. No, in the yes. parking lot of Walgreens. Was the very Walgreens? first time, yes, the very first time I saw you was Walgreens, but we probably didn't actually talk until there may have been a Tower Records situation. You probably just thought me and Nicole were really weird when we met you at Walgreens because who would talk to someone at Walgreens? <laughs> That's like but, psycho behavior. But all I remember is you guys coming up, you're all like, oh, nice car. <laughs> yeah, because you were in like a some sort of classic car yeah right <laughs> yeah it was like an old 1950 Cadillac yeah so so that didn't seem weird to you in your memory <laughs> there's been a lot of weirder shit that's happened okay <laughs> so I was trying to think of uh memorable moments we've had together and okay. one of the main ones that I remember was you and Greg coming over to my house when we'd like just met and I read to you guys from my diary for some reason. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember any of this. 
Okay. Yeah, no, good. It's better that you don't. If you like had details stored of what I read, it would be horrifying. I have no idea why I thought that was a good idea, but I think I always had this like longing for people to really know me that I wanted to Mm. tell people everything about me. So I think that's where that came from. And I do apologize. (laughs) Um, I believe I saw you get a piercing once. Does that sound right? I think it was maybe your, maybe your lip. It's possible. It okay. seems like there was always like a, like a bunch of people with me whenever I would go in to do something like that. Yeah. You always had a, a lot of friends around. So I was actually wondering that too. Like, are you still friends with, well, some of the people I associate with you are uh, Beef and Matt Lesher and Chris. I don't know what his last name is. Um, Chris, I haven't seen him forever. Matt, I haven't seen him forever. Um, Beef, I think he moved down south somewhere. Oh, okay. Like I think he's like okay. New Orleans or something. Really? I think so. Oh, interesting. I'm always amazed when people can like leave where they are from. I'm like, how, how do you have the bravery to do that? Um, but you did that, right? Yeah, I've done At that a few point. times. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? How did, what made you decide to move different places? Um, first time I was at a concert down in Los Angeles and wanted to keep the party going. So when everybody was headed back north, I just said I was going to stay. Met some chicks, lived in with them for a while, crashed on the couch, and then ended up staying another six years. What? Yeah. Wait, what? How? Like with the same people you lived with them for like six years? No, I was with them for probably like six months and then ended up getting my own place. Stayed there forever. Yeah. Interesting. How did you like living in LA? Uh, The first six months are cool. The next six months kind of suck. And then after that, it's kind of back and forth. Okay. What did you do down there? I worked on movie sets for a while. Went to school. Worked for a grocery chain for a while. Nothing too exciting los angeles is more of just like a party town than anything if you're not doing like big career stuff that's why i ended up moving out it was i don't know you get claustrophobic down there after a while oh yeah okay but initially were you looking for a party town is that kind of why you stayed oh yeah for sure when you're like 21 years old that's all you want to do yeah so you worked on movie sets. What did you do on movie sets? Um, it changes day by day. Like um, a lot of production assistants, like grabbing stuff, carrying it around, helping people, like actors, get to the set. Um, if they need like an extra real quick, you got to jump in, be whatever extra they need. 
Okay. I mean, that sounds kind of fun. At least parts of that sound kind of fun. Right. Some of it, some of it's okay. Some of it's kind of meh. Yeah. Did you ever meet anybody cool? And do you even care about actors? Or are you one of those people who's like, who's Brad Pitt? I don't know actors. I went into it not caring about actors. And then when I was down there, kind of got into it a little bit. But I was never like starstruck. Like I'm not like, um, I don't follow people a lot. I worked with like a couple of people and it turned me off more than anything. Oh, okay. So when you got to know some of the actors more, you were like not into it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Can you say what shows you worked on or movies or whatever? Uh, most of them were like a bunch of low budget indie films. The uh, the last one that I worked on was American Crude. Hmm. Okay, I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Oh, it's like a horrendous piece of shit. And <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan, Jennifer Esposito, um, oh, what was his name? Deuce Bigelow. Oh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, he was like the biggest ass out of all of them. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's what I've heard about him, that he's, like, not great. And isn't he, like, Republican or something? I have no idea. I don't know. I feel like he's one of those people that you hear that about, and it's like, oh, okay, weird. Now I have to have a strong opinion about Rob Schneider. Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. An interesting cast. Jennifer Esposito, Rob Schneider, and Michael Clark Duncan. Wow. <laughs> Some uh, misfits uh, all put together. Michael Clark Duncan is dead now. Did you have something to do with that? I fed him a bunch of pumpkin-shaped candy corns. Okay. I knew those fucking things were dangerous. Right, they're poison. <laughs> he can't help He can't help it. He's got to keep eating them. Doesn't matter. He's slowly dying. Everyone's like, please, Michael Clark, stop eating <laughs> the candy corns. I can't. Okay, so... We haven't talked at all for like 12 years or more, something like that. So we've missed a lot of potential Halloween costumes. I haven't oh, seen yeah. anything. I assume you dress up every year. I've seen oh, none of year. them. <laughs> so I wrote down some cultural events from different years, very important things that we didn't get to um, talk about together. I have no idea what your opinion is on some of these things. Okay. But I realized we can make fantastic costumes that are both scary and funny if we put together something that happened each of these years and then kind of a, an adjective to make it a little more creepy. So okay. I need from you a month and a year. And the years are between 2008 and 2019. August 2011. 
Okay, August 2011. So we are assuming in the year 2011, your costume may have been an evil Fifty Shades of Grey. Does that sound right? That sounds exactly on the nose. Okay. Okay, that is what you were in 2011. You were very into Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> this is, of course, the erotic novel that middle-aged women love. Christian Grey, he's a little abusive, or is it? Is it love? You know, gotta have okay. the kink. <laughs> gotta have the kink. All right, give me another month and year. Um, December 2017. All right. A rabid Harvey Weinstein sexual assault allegations. Very spooky, spooky costume, that one. Very specific costume. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure how you dress up as the allegations. I think it's maybe, uh, newspaper clippings like attached to a suit or something like a walking collage Um, yeah a walking collage see you're the artist here so you have the (laughs) ideas all right give me one more one more month and year september 2011 well, you can't do 2011 against Fifty Shades of Grey. How? But you know what? I'll do it. Enchanted Fifty Shades of Grey. A little mm-hmm. bit different. It's interesting that you decided to go as two different versions. I assume you had different parties on the same night. I, it was a weekend. Busy weekend, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> I know how it goes, yeah. So I don't think we've ever actually seen each other on a Halloween as far as I can remember. Do you recall ever like having a Halloween celebration where we ran into each other? Um, not unless it was like briefly like some punk rock show when we were way younger. Oh yeah. That, that makes sense. That's, that's very possible. Um, do you still dress up for Halloween? Only if it's a party. Like if it's like a costume party and everybody's like making a big thing about it, then yeah. Other than that, no. What about you? No, I, even like when I did like get invited to parties or something, um, I feel like even as a kid, I would get very lazy with it. And it's just like, I'm a witch because I'm like wearing a black thing <laughs> or I'm a zombie because I felt like putting on makeup and that's it. I'm just, but I'm just going to wear a dress or something and be like, you know, I'm dead. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't put much effort into it. I, at a certain point I loved Halloween and it just like quickly went away. I feel like, and now I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I just, I don't know what happened. I still like horror movies, but I don't. That's about it. That's the only scary stuff I really am into. All right. I notice, I mean, your house isn't decorated, so you can't be that into it either. Oh, it's not even my house, so. No, I don't decorate for Halloween either, so. Okay. Yeah. My parents just started... Like maybe a couple of years ago, they started decorating for Halloween. I think because like the grandkids maybe like care or something. Mm. 
but it's kind of cute. It makes me kind of happy to go over there and see the decorations up. I'm like, okay, yeah, like I don't want to do this, but I like that it's there. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was younger, like when I was like in my mid 20s and stuff, my house was Halloween all year round. So you kind of get burned oh, out yeah. on it, you know? Like, yeah. I'll go to my totally. And then I'll go to my mom's house. It's She has decorations up, but it's like the happy decorations. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, where are all of your tombstones and your coffins and your realistic, like, bloody skulls? Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Just happy jack o' lanterns. <sighs> Come on, mom. So lame, mom. Do you have any uh, memorable Halloween costumes, like ever, like from childhood or any time that you really liked or thought was really unique? When I was like super little, I had this costume. I was a robot and the top had like the bottom of a two liter soda bottle, like as like the hat piece. Oh. Like it sounds super retarded when I explain it. (laughs) I remember like when I was a kid, that was like the coolest costume. No, I'm sure it was awesome. Did you get lots of compliments at school? Um, I don't remember. Oh boy. Wow. Well, I mean, when you're a little kid, like uh, the school I went to, they'd have like Halloween parades. So everybody in costume had to like march around the school you know, it's like mm-hmm. all the classes, like first grade goes past second grade. What school did you go to? I went to Waterloo and Linden. Oh, okay. It's like way okay. out in the cuts. Yeah. So your parents must have moved at some point, like more in like closer in Stockton. Or did they just drive you far to school? Uh, when I was about 18, yeah, we all moved back to Stockton. Oh, We're not okay. back to Stockton, we're out to Stockton. Oh, okay. Cool. I guess all schools kind of do that little parade thing, or most of them do. Do they? Um, well, I only say that because um, this little kid I was talking to recently <laughs> for work um, mentioned that they do that at their school and, and they don't go to where I went to school and they did that at my school. So I was like, oh, that must be common. And now that you're saying it, I'm like, this is an epidemic, you know, exactly. these damn schools. <laughs> I always remember that being pretty fun, though. Well, I mean, holidays at any school are fun when you're a little kid. If you don't have to, like, take a lesson plan when you get to go walk around, eat candy or whatever, way better. So true. Yes. Even just a moment, like, when they'll be like, okay, the last, like, 15 minutes of school, we're just going to, like, eat cupcakes for someone's birthday or something. You're like, fuck yes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And it feels like forever Um, can make you happy for weeks. Um, I remember once doing the little like walk around thing at my elementary school in third grade, fourth grade, not that it matters, but my teacher, Mr. Richards, 
was dressed as some weird like older person concept costume you know and they have to like explain it and you're like we're kids we're not I don't know it was like Mr. Environment or something and he like wore a shirt with a saying on it and then he had suspenders and then he had like a rainbow afro or something and it was like I don't know (laughs) what you're doing (laughs) this is like too much but he was uh one of those teachers who was like so so enthusiastic so happy but then every once in a while, he'd get like kind of mad and it'd be a little bit scary. Like, you know, people like that where you're like, okay. And then as you get older, you go, oh, any adult that's like, yay, bouncing off the walls happy is fully nuts. And they definitely have the other side too. And that is what happened. He ended up like attempting to murder like his girlfriend and her roommate. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yes, that makes sense with the Mr. Richards. I know <laughs> he was cool though. <laughs> until the murder thing <laughs> until the murder thing like, he didn't do it to me he was always nice to me so I can't judge him for that <laughs> alright oh yeah <laughs> so other okay I only have a couple other like strong memories um, one I think I watched Eight Mile at Your House for the first time. It's possible. Yeah, I feel like you were like, what? You've never seen Eight Mile. (laughs) You have to see Eight Mile. (laughs) And I mean, it was pretty good. Like, it was good. Um, Well, I mean, it was good at the time. Yeah, I was good at the time, for sure. Like, any movie that I liked when I was younger, if I watch it now, I'm like, oh, this is shit. It's, like, so rare that I still like it. It's very depressing because I I love watching things that are familiar and just, yeah. you know, you like it. But yeah, now anytime I do, I'm like, no, this fucking sucks. Why did I watch this? And it's especially bad when you're showing it to someone else because then oh, you yeah. see them like being disappointed in you and like losing respect for you. And you're like, I swear this was good 10 years ago. <laughs> The worst movie I've ever showed to a group of people was Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. Have you seen that one? No. I but I can imagine about it. it's not good. <laughs> I blew that movie up for like two and a half years. This is before DVDs. Oh my, my God. My friends all got together, put in a bunch of cash, bought this VHS for me because I talked about it so much. And then we watched it. There was like 12 people that watched it at my house in like the first 10 minutes. Everybody just sitting there with their mouth open, staring at me like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, did you still think it was good though? Well, for like the first 10 minutes. And then after that, when they start singing and dancing that I had totally forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how it happens too when you're a kid. Like there's all these movies that I'm like, oh, I love that movie. Like um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and Milo and Otis. Those are both (laughs) great movies. (laughs) (laughs) They're not bad movies, but there are big chunks that are not fun to watch like maybe that's not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 movies the first one that has like the boring bathtub chico stick scene 
the only bad Ninja Turtle movies from back then was the third one when they went like back in time <laughs> or whatever. Like the first two were amazing. <laughs> there are slow parts though. I'm just saying like as a kid, I feel like you remember the good parts and not the slow parts. Like in Milo and Otis, there's the slow part when Milo and Otis can't find each other. Yeah. And it's like, it feels, it's like fucking 20, 30 minutes of them just alone. And it's like sad. They're just sad to be without each other. And it's like, this isn't fun. I'm supposed to, you guys, you do the little British accent and it's fun and you sing songs. You don't like cry about missing each other, you know? Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm not, yeah, the Teenage Mutant Digital movies are good. Okay. The third one, I don't remember very well because, of course, I only saw it once. It was just, I saw it in the theater, front row center. That was not not a good idea. Those seats aren't good. <laughs> uh, but I just remember they, they went to China or something. And that was like, yeah. that was the main thing. Yeah, they had like samurai suits and stuff. It's like kind of kind of cool, I guess, if they were samurais. I don't know. In my memory, like it looks cool in my memory, but I remember not liking it. So yeah. I'm sure it's awful. But yeah, it's embarrassing when you show someone something that you thought was really good and then you suddenly realize it isn't. But it also sucks when you show someone something that you know is good and they're like, oh, well, this kind of sucks. I'm like, oh, when they don't get it on the same level. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's the fucking worst. Um, have you ever seen the movie You're Next? That sounds really familiar. It's like um, this guy takes his girlfriend to meet his family. And then someone like outside of the house starts killing everybody in the house. And the girlfriend kind of like is a secret badass and like fights back. Cause she grew up in like some weird survivalist compound or something. Um, it's hard to describe like the memorable parts. Cause it's just like, there's a song that plays a lot. That's really cool. And I don't know, it kind of sticks with you, but it's kind of like <laughs> a little indie horror movie. Um, and I love it. Like the acting from like at least half the cast is terrible but you know how certain movies can get away with that. And it's like, it's fine because the story's great and the main actors are good. Yeah. But I showed my friend Jeff and he was just like, that movie sucks. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't scary. And I'm like, okay, you think the fucking Blair Witch Project is scary. Like, get out of my face with this isn't scary. Blair Witch Project, kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> When that movie came out, that was like the first found footage film out there. And we yeah. watched it at the theater and then I had to go drive back through like 45 minutes of wilderness and forest to get home. So like the See, entire time we kept would. thinking, yeah, like the entire drive, we thought there was like some lady in a white robe that was going to jump out in front of our car. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if I watched Blair Witch, like, when I was camping or something, I would be scared. Otherwise, yeah. for me, no. <laughs> it's not scary. It's the hinting at something scary happening, and then there's never something scary. That just doesn't do it for me. I need brutal murder. I need a knife going through someone's chest. 
otherwise not scary for me. <laughs> oh, well, you have to like all the people that are scared of like paranormal activity. Yeah. Like, no. Watched a two and a half hour movie of somebody that heard a noise. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, do we need their whole backstory? And they're like, the couple fighting is always good. And it's like, okay, I'll watch them argue. Right. I do like that, but <laughs> yeah. And the exorcism movies are the next worst to me. It's the ghost movies and the exorcism movies, because I also, am just like, there's no part of me that thinks this is real. So it's very hard for me to be scared, you know? I, I could see that on a level. I don't know. There's something like something about exorcisms that seem kind of, there's like a creep factor to it. Like maybe not like the newer ones, the older ones, like the original exorcist. When you look at like the backstory, how many people died during the making of it? Like that's hella creepy. Really? Did they really? I know that about poltergeist. I didn't know that about the exorcist. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. I like when people die around movies. This is not a fun one, but have you ever seen the movie Waitress? No. So the movie itself is like fairly light, I want to say, but the woman who I believe she was the director uh, the woman who was the director of it, she was like brutally murdered in her hotel room and like left hanging in the shower. So it would look like a suicide after like some guy raped her. So, but even that is like cool story. But if it had been a horror movie, everyone would know that story and it would be like yeah. classic, like, whoa, the movie was cursed or whatever. So what are your top uh, three favorite <laughs> horror movies? Okay. All right. Let me think. Um, Cabin in the Woods is going to be one of the top for me. Um, the new Evil Dead, I thought was like perfect. I love the that. The series or the one with the chick is Ash? The Yeah, the one with the girl. Yeah. Okay. And... I mean, I kind of want to say the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel, but I haven't watched it in forever, so it might be garbage now, you know? All right. But yeah, off the top of my head, I'd say those three. How about you? Um, the Shining has to be up there in number top mm. three for sure. Just for the classic and the gore, like... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, has to be in there. Mm. For a newer... Oh, that's a tough one. There's so many. I'll go Let Me In. Okay. Just for the, I... for the vampire's sake. Yeah, I just like three days ago watched Let the Right One In. I'd seen it before, but um, my husband had never seen it. So just saw that. I haven't seen Let Me In, though. I haven't seen that one. Is it pretty much the same? Have you seen both of them? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Just I, Let the I Right One In is Yeah, Let the Right One In is, I I can't remember what country, but it's like, I don't know, it's Dutch or something like that. 
but I think it's pretty much the same. I've heard that the other one, the American one is really good too. Okay. Good choices. I like it. Yeah. I really like with, um, I assume let me in does the same stuff, but I like how they show some of the details that you're curious about, like as the viewer, like saying what would happen if you walked in the door when I didn't tell you to come in and then her yeah. like bleeding from, it's like, just fucking cool. <laughs> Rain. Yeah. I love that. I know there was something else that happened in there. Like that movie definitely like in general really has the payoff, like the end with like everyone murdered by the pool is like the coolest thing in the world. Right. Everybody getting decapitated in the gym. (laughs) Yes. It's fantastic. Just seeing the head go into the pool and you're like, Oh my God, I love this. That's exactly what I want to happen. Yeah. I feel like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like that too, where like everything that you'd want to happen happens. It's like the scariest it could possibly be. Leatherface is the scariest fucking thing around. He just looks absolutely terrifying. And his like kind of like animalistic um, behavior makes him so much scarier where, you know, there's not really, you don't really have a chance at saving yourself. Although I guess they give you that little bit of hope with him because sometimes he has that like sensitive side. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Good choices. So do you remember like the first things that really scared you as a kid or what made you really interested in horror? Like, Oh, what is this? I think it was the, uh, like the whole premise. Like it was like what my parents would tell me not to watch. Like, you know, when I was super little, they'd say like, Oh, don't watch this. And then once they weren't around, watch it. I remember, I think it was like Poltergeist 2 was like one of the first ones that just like totally scared the shit out of me when I was little. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it was like towards the end when you just see like all the shit hitting the fan at one time. And then it was, I don't know, you get hooked on it. Mm-hmm. I see. I, I don't know which Poltergeist it was, but... um there are those scenes that stick with you. Like the only thing I remember from one of those movies was they were like building that pool mm-hmm. and it was still like all muddy, but then it got filled with water. And then you see all these human bones like floating around in it toward the end. I just remember thinking that was terrifying, but like, so like, Oh my God, <laughs> I need more of this. Right. And when you go back and watch it nowadays, you see like how bad the special effects look compared to today's. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to go back sometimes. Right. That's why, like, even though, I mean, maybe if I watched the exorcist now, I would like it. But when I was younger, um, I was obsessed with horror movies and they had to be insane and gory and they all they all had to be texas chainsaw massacre if they weren't i was like this fucking life so my parents would would recommend things to me sometimes and the exorcist of course was one of them they're like that is the most terrifying movie ever ever made and and rosemary's baby is another one it's like it's the most terrifying movie and then i watched both those i was like lame like done no like right because you know the the split pea soup thing like oh she vomits and and she curses and I'm like, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah, like, 
<laughs> not quite as um, shocking as it may have been at the time. I think it's one of the, like the exorcist is one of those when you're younger, you don't really understand what's going on. Like you do, but not on the same level. Once you get older, you start thinking about everything. Then it starts. I think that's something that's like creepier for like the older generation. Like little kids Mm -hmm. need like the head spinning backwards and the split pea soup. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You kind of aren't capable of seeing subtlety as a kid like even this is not a horror movie but I loved look who's talking when I was a kid and then when I watched it when I was a little bit older I don't know old 16 or something I was like oh there's like a lot of sexual innuendos in this that I did not see at all as a kid they fully went over my head like had no clue you know and sometimes you get a hint of something as a kid where you go there's something to this because people are laughing or there's a weird, I, I know there's something I don't get, but in that one, I didn't, I didn't have any clue that there was anything I was missing. I was like, I get this movie. I've seen it a million times. Yeah. You know? So I could see that happening with the exorcist, right? Rewatch it. And I'd go, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I really loved Ernest scared stupid when I was little. Did you see that? I did. It was was... scary. (laughs) Okay. For a kid, for a kid, that fucking monster, stealing kids' souls, turning them into little wooden whatever, and and it turned the dog into a little statue. Do you remember this? Ernest Dog? I don't remember that part. I'm going to have to rewatch that one. It's a good one. That's when Ernest, all the kids, he saves everybody, of course. And all the kids are going back to their parents. And Ernest is like crying because his dog still didn't come back. I could literally easily start crying right now talking about <laughs> this. I can feel it happening. <laughs> then the dog does come. It's so sad and so sweet. (laughs) Like one of the saddest things I'd ever experienced as a child was the sad earnest. He's really a great actor. He's a fucking (laughs) fantastic actor. He is really, really super funny and makes great faces. He has great comedic timing, but he also can do the serious parts very well. I recently watched Ernest Goes to Jail and it was great. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, he is fucking talented. It was another one of those things where I loved him as a kid, but seeing him as an adult, I was like, wow, he's actually like insanely talented. I thought he was just like, you know, funny, but. I, I haven't watched any of his movies since I was probably like 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really don't need to. I watched, I watched Ernest <laughs> Goes to Jail because of this podcast I listen to that talks about bad movies. So Mm. I often will watch whatever movie they're going to talk about. Um, And that was one that they did recently. And the female co-host just went on about how hot Ernest is because he like plays two different characters. One is Ernest. And then one is this like dude in prison. Um, 
so he's like really badass or whatever and she's yeah. like oh my god <laughs> i had no idea <laughs> and she's right that's all i have to say <laughs> she's right um i also really loved gremlins too as a kid did you see that oh yeah that was the better of the two for sure yeah it's fantastic. I think the first one was another one of those that has like a lot of boring moments where you're like, this is a kid's movie, right? Why is this? Why are we seeing the older couple on a date? They're like in their thirties. I'm a kid. I don't want to see this. It's yeah. not interesting. But Gizmo is like so cute. And those other gremlins, they're sons of bitches. That's, I don't remember a lot about these movies, but I remember they're bad. Gizmo's good. That's all you that's need all to, you know. to know. Right. right. Exactly. It's the hero's journey. He's got to just defeat those guys. What scares you now? Um, thinking about spiders that could fly scare the shit out of me. We're driving down like a long country road in the middle of the night, clown on the side of the road holding balloons at like midnight, one in the morning. Okay, so you feel clowns are scary. In specific situations. Okay, like yeah. If like if it's at the circus, not so much. If it's at like the middle of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I I am very afraid of clowns for some reason. Like when that comes up in a horror movie, I'm often like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> this isn't. <laughs> gonna be for me because it for some reason is just very scary to me but i did learn recently that not everyone is afraid of clowns and that shocked me i really thought everybody thought they were creepy in the right context you know yeah but no not everybody thinks that well didn't you say your aunt was a clown too yes yeah not the, scary so, type. not the scary type but maybe that influenced me <laughs> <laughs> um so spiders that can fly, what makes you think of that? Has that ever been in a movie or you just like envision that and it's like, oh. Yeah, it like popped in my head one day. That's got to be like the scariest fucking thing. Like if there's like a swarm of black widows coming towards me or something, like I fucking hate spiders. They did just like discover a new spider. I just learned because I was on a podcast about bugs. <laughs> that's like huge. It's like the size of your hand. Um, and yeah, that's like, I couldn't live anywhere that has that sort of thing. I can't do it. Right. It's terrifying. And I actually, I used to be very afraid of spiders. And then I made myself not be afraid of them because I was like, this is ridiculous. What am I doing? So now I can like pick them up and stuff. But there's still certain ones that are so creepy. If And if they're really big or like just different features on them can really get me. If they're really fast, that makes them scarier. If they could fly, I can No. No. Right. Uh, see, I was like, <laughs> I was like the complete opposite. When I was little, didn't care. We'd like pick them up, pull their legs off, you know, didn't bother oh, us. God. <laughs> and then I was like, early 20s and I crawled under my house at the time to go like move the cable from one side of the room to the other and there were so many of them under the house I came out had a panic attack I've never been able to like since then like I can't even get near them I freak out 
Oh my God, really? That was so disgusting. That's like PTSD from spiders. Oh, That's yeah. crazy. Like, oh, I went like full nerd on the whole thing. I was like tucking my pants into my socks, wearing goggles, like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I had to call one of my friends to drive like 30 minutes out just to like crawl under my house to do like two minutes worth of work for me. Yeah. I don't blame you though. That sounds terrifying and creepy. Hate him. Yeah. Okay. So now you said even one you can't handle. Can't handle it at all. I was living out in the desert and there's like these huge spiders that are, they look like camel spiders and you'll see them like running so fast all over the place. And it's, it's disgusting. Like can't go back to the desert now. No. So you didn't know to expect that when you went there? No, not at all. Yeah, that's something that I've thought about when I started thinking of moving to some different place. I was like, I do need to find out about spiders and wildlife and stuff because I don't want to go somewhere where there's like Jerusalem crickets. I don't know if you've ever seen those. I learned about them and immediately was like, no, they're the creepiest looking like wet. Oh, they're <laughs> like, so ugly looking. They're so, so ugly. gross. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't. So I really, I need to know what the local bugs are. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, because it could easily be a deal breaker. Or even like, I know some people who live places where there are a lot of snakes and they'll just be like, oh, there's a snake in my kid's um, playhouse outside. So I can't let them go outside today. I'm like, it's like a giant snake. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I would move so quick. Like we're done. (laughs) Not happening. Not at all. Yeah, I lived in one place where there was like scorpions all over the place. And that was just about as bad. It's like a poisonous spider with claws. Oh my God. Yeah, they really creep me out. I wouldn't want to hold one. Like I could see it and be fine, but I can't move it. Like if I needed to do something with it, I can't. Right. I, I'm stuck. <laughs> my um, well, my cousin Nicole and her family, they've like always lived in places with crazy creatures. So I remember once her sister saying, she went to use the bathroom in the middle of the night and there was a scorpion in the toilet. Um, once they went to get their laundry out of the garage and there was a snake in their laundry. Um, and they used to live in Copperopolis where they have like annually, like the streets flooded with tarantulas. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like you guys are brave. That's just not a life that I would ever live. <laughs> No, hell no. We went camping <laughs> up in um, Mon Diablo and like there was like a caravan of us driving up, following each other up the road. And my friends that were in the car in front of me stopped just to watch like all the tarantulas. And I'm like freaking out. Like, what are we stopping for? Run them over. Get the fuck out of here as quick <laughs> as possible. Oh, God. Yeah. You're like, if we stop, what if one crawls in the car? What if right. they get up under the... No. <laughs> You don't know what they'll do. And I mean, I don't know. They probably will. Why wouldn't they? Well, I guess maybe it's an instinct thing if they're all migrating to to mate. I don't know what the fuck they do do that for. 
maybe they wouldn't climb in your car. I don't know. I don't know, but let's not risk it. Right. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. Um, and this is weird too. And I know a lot of people eat seafood and it's whatever you grow up with it and it seems normal, but I kind of don't understand a lot of that stuff. Like when people eat like crawdads and even like crab and lobster where they're just like sucking on this leg. It's like, that's a spider's leg. You've, you've seen bugs, right? You're just like sucking out the insides of a bug. It's like so gross. I don't know. I got a difference of opinion. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing you grow up, whatever. Well, there are those people who eat spiders. You've heard of that, right? Like that big, like fried, like giant spiders. And it's like, well, eat it. No, fuck no. That's not a world I want to be a part of. Yeah. But I guess if you grew up with that, you'd be like, yeah, why wouldn't you eat a spider? It's great. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We just are whatever we're told to be, I guess, when we're a kid, you know, or a lot of, a lot of it sticks with you. Um, I think now I'm really only afraid of serial killers. I think I, it's like, there are things in movies, I guess, that kind of creep me out, but in general, it's that real, this person who you cannot convince not to kill you. It's just someone who, um, if they set their sights on you, they are going <laughs> to win. And that's somehow how I comfort myself with it, where like sometimes I'll worry that like someone broke into my house or something um, because, you know, that's just what people do, I guess. But then I'll think, you know what, if someone really wants to kill me that bad, they're probably going to at some point. Why am really? I fighting this so hard? Or, or like, with the flow. <laughs> yeah. If I get brutally murdered, you know what? That is just what what's going to happen. And it'll be yeah. like kind of a neat story for my family, a cool legacy to have. People always remember me, you know? Right. I mean, people don't show off obituaries, but if there's like a whole article, whole headline. Hello. Everyone's going to repost that. Podcast. And they're only going to remember to death. <laughs> right. Come on. I remember trying to convince my dad of that once. I, he was telling me to be careful with something. And I was like, it would be a cool story if I was murdered, though. And he was like, no, it wouldn't. Like, he just, some, like, normally he's so, like, jokey. But with that, he is like, he just couldn't even, how would that be funny if you were murdered? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Dad. If you don't get it, I can't explain it to you, okay? Either you get it or you don't. so that's all i have for today but i should have told you to prepare this ahead of time (laughs) because (laughs) i always forget but do you have something that you want to recommend to people it can be anything anything that you love a movie an album a hobby a book a drink anything listen to the song don't die curious by who i don't know (laughs) i have to google it real quick (laughs) oh you're so passionate about this song (laughs) 
like is it a new find it's a, it's a new find song of the week oh okay what what do you like about it it's like kind of happy there's a cartoon to watch so it's best of both worlds oh okay it's a visual that sounds pretty cool what kind of music is it um kind of like i guess you call it indie okay yeah i was i would have written more like uh getting to know you questions if this weren't like a halloween specific episode because i am curious about like you know what your favorite movies are and what like your favorite albums are since you know we last talked but i was like i can't have so many questions that aren't halloween related (laughs) (laughs) i know i feel like i'm a a horrible guest i listen to your other episodes like like the bird man the doctor like he's like hella funny (laughs) your your aussie friend oh yeah hilarious yeah i get i get super awkward no you were awesome I think it's just like we haven't talked to each other in 12 years. So it's like, you know, when you're still like, okay, how do I act around this person? Like what, how much myself can I be? Like, I think there's like just that normal awkwardness. I think, do you remember last time we saw each other? It was at Kristen and Chaz's apartment, I think. Like in Antigua, right? Yeah. At that party, Yeah. Yeah, so like forever, forever ago. And I feel like the last time I remember talking to you, um, I got mad at you because because I was like, I want to be a doctor. And then I didn't know like directions. And you were like, how are you going to be a doctor if you don't know directions? And I was like, that is hurtful. Um, You know, when you decide to be mad about a thing, it's not like something that really makes you mad, but for some reason you decide to be mad about it. So yeah. That's the last time I really remember us talking. We may have talked after that, but I I think I had a way of making things uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize. No, um, no, I, I still don't know directions. <laughs> now I'm just like, okay with it. I don't know directions. I don't know any like geography, like history. No, these are all things that I do not know. It's like shocking to me when I watch Jeopardy with my husband, he knows all of these geography questions and I'll go, how do you know that? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck? So he doesn't even know where he's learning these things, but I definitely, even if I hear it, I can't take it in. It's like math for me too. I can do it at the time, but I'm not retaining any of it. It's just instantly gone. (laughs) but i'm okay with it now i'm like i don't care to know those things i think that's a lot of it right like if we've made it this far without needing it right we'll be we'll be fine what would i need i mean it literally is only for jeopardy that i would need it for so right okay did you find out the name of the band tom rosenthal tom rosenthal and that's the only thing that you know of by him, right? It's the only thing I care of by him. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
Um, I love that when you're like, oh my God, this song is so good. I bet the rest of the album's great. And you listen to it and you're like, no, it's just that one song. <laughs> just that one song. I'll burn it out too. Play it on repeat until I know every word and then I'll never listen to it again. Yeah. Isn't that the best? Do we just ruin these things that we love? Okay. <laughs> just wear them out. Um, I do want to ask you something else, but I already forgot what it is. Let me think. Oh, I know what it was. I wasn't going to ask you something else. I was going to tell you something else because um, there was another thing I remember that I don't even remember if we told you this at the time, but me and Ricky like catfished you and Matt once. I don't know if you know this. I can't remember if we ever told you, but we made this online account um of these two girls i think it was just one account with two girls i don't remember what we said their names were but then we were like talking to you guys this was when ricky liked you but after you guys had maybe stopped talking i'm not totally sure um so (laughs) you know and i was just along for the ride but um i don't know i'll do anything um (laughs) And I think we just said we would meet up with you guys or something. And then we just didn't because we weren't them. Hmm. So if you ever were stood up once and you didn't know why, it may have just been that. And um, I don't know. I realized um, there were quite a few weird like catfishing things that I did at a certain point, like when the internet like was just getting big, like uh, my cousin, Nicole, who you probably remember, um, she made up a fake boyfriend because she liked this guy. And and then she not only made up the fake boyfriend, she said he was murdered. <laughs> so like at a that certain works. point, yes, at a certain point, she was around the guy she liked and she got a phone call from me saying like, hey, he was murdered. And she was like, oh, my God, and like freaked out in front of him and everything. And some her and that guy are still together though. So you know what? That it is works. how you win them over. That's the lesson. Do that <laughs> for sure. And yeah. it'll work out. That's the lesson. So next time we talk, I do want to ask you about some of your favorites and stuff, like I said. Um and I will not have any more reveals about terrible things that I've done. All right. Perfect. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll let you go. Thank you for being my very special Halloween guest. Why, thank you. (laughs) And enjoy your Halloween. Absolutely. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Do you like being scared? Do you want to go to a haunted house, but you're terrified to go outside? Why not play Werewolf House, The Curse of the Reverse Werewolf, available exclusively online? When you play Werewolf House, The Curse of the Reverse Werewolf, you won't have to risk getting sick. You won't have to risk social awkwardness. You won't have to risk talking to anyone that you really don't want to talk to. 
you can stay in your own home, in your own bedroom, in your pajamas, and scare your socks off with this brand new game from the twisted genius mind of Andy Neese, who you may know as the bumbling idiot from the Flagrant Ones podcast. When you play Werewolf House, The Curse of the Reverse Werewolf, you'll walk, jump, and hurt enemies, just like a real reverse werewolf. Some people complain the game is too hard, but those people are pussies. Suck it up. It's October 31st. Get ready to be scared from the friggin' scariest, funniest, most serious, but also hilarious game about playing a reverse werewolf, Werewolf House, The Curse of the Reverse Werewolf. Available at andything.itch.io forward slash werewolf dash house. See you there. Well, no, it is a one player game.